Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Black and Red Book Review Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Doc. I am an anti-fascist, a community health worker, more of a volunteer, really. Uh, pretty involved in medical logistics these days. Uh, still dealing with COVID. Uh, still practicing as an herbalist, so I'm busy foraging and getting crops in the ground and so forth. This podcast is still on hiatus, and the new season will not be premiering until around Samhain or so, when the heat is finally gone. But uh, in the interest of keeping engagement, and also in the sheer interest of spreading hot goss, as other podcasters are fond of putting it, I thought I'd go ahead and share a relatively recent article from our friends over at the American Futurist. And when I say our friends, I mean specifically the author calling himself Tim Turtle. Now, Tim Turtle was the author of the American Futurist Manifesto that we covered this past season. Uh, But the other reason I wanted to record this intermission episode is also because I learned that the American Futurist, as a I don't want to call it an organization that might be giving it too much credit. Let's go with uh, Project, uh, is actually an outgrowth of Adam Waffen Division. All its members are former Adam Waffen guys. Uh, it's sort of a rebranding of Adam Waffen Division, less Al Qaeda y and more of a standard countercurrents clone. Now, not to give too much credit to countercurrents, of course, Greg Johnson is one boring motherfucker, but. Uh, they are doing a fairly effective job at ripping off what Countercurrents is already doing and what William Pierce did 20, 30 years ago. So even though it's derivative and unoriginal, it's not boring per se. Um, But here in front of us, we have an article that is just airing all sorts of grievances and gossip and dirty laundry from within Adam Waffen Division and between Adam Waffen Division and various other members of the white nationalist movement. So I thought I'd go ahead, take the free material that Tim Turtle was kind enough to offer to this book review podcast, and share it with everyone here. So this was posted on April 7th, and it opens, quote, At my own discretion, I wish to speak about the recent renewed war on the American futurist by what we call the movement mafia internally. This has intensified after the arrest of Brandon Russell. Again, by the way, the the, uh, most recent arrest of Brandon Russell. Although prior to Brandon's arrest, we were already the target of a large-scale disinformation campaign and behind-the-scenes tomfoolery by this movement mafia. Some of us wanted to wait until we get the books in from our publisher to criticize them. I'd rather do it now, as I'm not one to wait while both myself and this project are being lied about and being undermined by cowardly moderates who are too cowardly to directly attack you and would rather go through proxies and other mediums to spread lies and disinformation about you. Okay, well, uh, don't overuse the word cowardly. You know, get a thesaurus if you need to find a synonym. Uh, Second of all, I am not, in this particular case, I don't know about, you know, what the white nationalists are doing because we haven't gotten to that yet. 
but I am in no way uh, using proxies or other mediums. I am directly attacking uh, American Futurist Movement slash Adam Waffen Division, mostly by using their own words. See, that's the beauty of this uh, method of uh, researching the far right, is that they give you the material that you need. None of this is my own original writing. None of this, except for the commentary, is uh, my own words. It's just using what is already being put out there by them. White nationalists, neo-Nazis are, of course, their own worst enemies. That has been true since 1927, uh, and that continues to be the case today. So, moving forward here. Quote, Us being attacked by treacherous cowards within the movement is nothing new. That's true, that the entire history of this podcast should be evidence of that. Continuing. We have been under attack by disinformation, lies, and outright undermining of our efforts since 2018 while we were still known as Adamwaffen Division. Lies in, uh, oh, by the way, these lies are uh, documented facts that the uh, Adamwaffen guys are, are uh, big mad about, so they're uh, continuing to insist that they're lies, but they, they are true. Lies included claiming Joshua Caleb Sutter was running the group. He wasn't. He was a state chapter leader for South Carolina, and his job, given to him by the FBI, was to destroy Adam Waffen Division and arrest its leadership, not spread bad optics or whatever these liars claim. He succeeded at this, getting paid $80,000, just as he was paid $60,000 by the FBI in 2002 to destroy and divide Aryan nations with August Kreese, a guy who raped his own kids. Now, it's true that white nationalists are sometimes uh, infiltrated by the FBI, but if you're a white nationalist and you're, or a neo-Nazi and you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know something sincerely. Uh, the the tension is always between whether the FBI is already in your organization or whether your members are already of their own volition going to talk to the FBI. Sometimes they take movement drama and turn that into snitching. That's basically what happened with Chris Cantwell. Sometimes they go to the FBI and think that they can play them against each other and, and use the FBI to uh, further their own political goals and power grabbing within the movement like a racist and even more racist version of Whitey Bulger. That's another thing that happens all the time. Uh, but either way, the FBI is intimately involved with these movements. These movements are intimately involved with the FBI. They're they're hand in hand with law enforcement, except for when they're not. It's a really interesting dynamic, or dare I say, dialectic, that we see playing out over and over and over and over again. There is nothing comparable like this on the left. Certainly not among anarchists. Definitely not among the Irish diaspora. Those of us in the diaspora who are socialists or anarchists uh, are not real fans of Irish, real fans rather of Irish American cops. And most of us wouldn't be caught dead talking to them just because we happen to share an eth ethnic background. So once again, there is nothing like this going on on the left. This is purely a far right phenomenon in America and probably elsewhere as well. Continuing forward here. Quote, any attempts we've made at branching out to the rest of the movement, with some exceptions by solid individuals that we won't name as we don't wish to get them in trouble with this mafia, were met with complete shutdown. For example, Caleb Cole attempted in 2019 to communicate and establish relations with Patriot Front. 
It's not the first time we've mentioned Patriot Front on this podcast, but they don't really put out literary material, so they're not within the purview of this podcast. Though I may record an episode at some point just going through their history and their relationships in the far-right ecosystem and so on. But that would be sort of beyond the scope of a book review podcast. Continuing. He was friends with the girlfriend of the Washington state leader for Patriot Front, and she helped him attempt to communicate with the group. She was beaten badly by her boyfriend at a Patriot Front meetup in Washington state when she brought it up to them. After that, uh, by the way, this is one sentence. She was beaten badly by her boyfriend at a Patriot Front meetup in Washington state when she brought it up to them, comma, after that, Caleb made no more attempts at friendly relations with that group ever again. You could have broken that up into two sentences. You could have put a semicolon. You could have done lots of things. Clearly, whoever at Adam Waffen slash American Futurist is uh, writing these things doesn't have a proofreader. So might want to look into that. Not to give my enemies advice, of course. Continuing. This was because she committed the unforgivable sin of even talking with Caleb or anyone within Adam Waffen Division. Suffice to say, relations after that between Patriot Front leadership and Adam Waffen Division turned sour, comma. Adam Waffen Division never made another attempt at establishing relations with Patriot Front again after that event. <sighs> get, get a proofreader. Continuing. To this day, post-AWD, this is underlined in red for some reason. It's a hyperlink, I think, but I don't care. We obviously don't have the best opinion on Patriot Front leadership. This is not to condemn the average Patriot Front member. We have no issues with the average Patriot Front member, as they generally don't care for Patriot Front's leadership outside of the minority who are diehard loyalists to Thomas and only use the group as a social club and nothing more. That is still too long a sentence. We feel that there are better organizations, even non-militant related ones, that they could join if they're looking for social connections rather than supporting Thomas and friends' narcissistic delusions. We won't name groups, but not that hard to find other and frankly better networking groups in the movement if that's what you're looking for rather than joining a pyramid scheme for racists. Okay, well, I'm not going to belabor the literary criticism about that run-on sentence. But also, guys... The entire white nationalist movement, the entire neo-Nazi movement, hell, at this point, the main, a lot of the mainstream conservative movement is just a pyramid scheme for racists. Really, all settler colonial countries are, set, are pyramid schemes for racists. That's what settler colonialism is. Uh, capitalism's a pyramid scheme. All forms of social hierarchy are pyramid schemes. And when you add racism in the mix, it just becomes a pyramid scheme for racists. That's what American futurist is. I don't know if Tim Turtle is the leader of this pyramid scheme or not. He's probably like in a mid-tier of the pyramid. But rest assured, uh, when you refer to other groups you don't like as pyramid scheme for racists, that's really telling on yourselves. Continuing here. Seriously, if that's what you're looking for, just join those groups. It would have been better if they'd named the groups, honestly. But okay. Even if, if they had, I would have had to cut that part out of my reading of this essay anyway. But... We're going further into the drama here, so buckle up. On top of all of this, after Caleb's arrest in 2020, many lawyers in the movement refused to help Caleb at all. They would cite their hatred and dislike of Adam Waffen Division, or how they're friends with X person, or help X group in the movement, and they don't want to piss them off. Granted, there was one lawyer that, though they didn't like us, couldn't help because of legitimate reasons. However, the response from the movement's legal clique was a resounding fuck off. 
So instead of being backed up by loyal white brothers. (laughs) Yeah, guys, guys, there's no loyalty in these movements. I hate to tell you. Caleb's current attorney is literally Antifa, who is only helping him out for free due to Caleb's case bringing up bad legal precedents for other political activists that the FBI can use against them. Despite hating Caleb's politics, hating Adam Waffen, and hating Caleb, a fucking Antifa lawyer is willing to put things aside for the greater cause of opposing bad legal precedent. Yet most movement lawyers refuse to lift a finger for Caleb. Those that refuse should feel ashamed of themselves that an Antifa lawyer is willing to put differences aside to help while they have to be beyond petty and abandon people to the wolves. This is why I have my own lawyer. I don't rely on the movement whatsoever for giving me legal aid because I know damn well that if, God forbid, I ever ended up in a legal jam, I'd be getting the same treatment as Caleb. All this is... All this is disgusts me that this is even a thing to begin with, but here we are. Uh, Okay. First of all, uh, I don't know anything about this lawyer, but speaking as a committed anti-fascist myself, I would not help these guys if I found them dying on the side of the road, at least not without uh, sweeping them for weapons and securing them first, you know, according to the the usual rules of war. Uh, Second of all, (laughs) a great way to lose your lawyer is to publicly talk shit about your lawyer in a forum that, like, bumblefucks with lots of guns and a death wish are going to read. Uh, Obviously, I'm not one of those bumblefucks, but, you know. Uh, Don't throw your own lawyer under the bus. That's a great way to lose the person you regard as your only existing lawyer. Also, while we're here, if you can't rely on a political movement around you for support when things get tough, that's not a movement worth joining as far as I'm concerned. I got all kinds of people in my network that I know for a fact will go to the mat for me, that will get me resources I need, and that have my back should anything like uh, a legal jam or anything like that ever happen to me. I know that for a fact. That's true for quite a few of us on the uh, political far left. That's true for socialists. That's true for anarchists. We have lots and lots of friends. Our politics is basically friendship at large. So, like, maybe get better friends, go home, rethink your life like the guy who uh, inherited Northwest Front from Harold Covington did. I don't know. That's just the thought. So, continuing here. I bring this all up for a reason. Us being the victims of narcissists in the movement who undermine us more than the FBI is nothing new. This is true, can't confirm. I guess with Brandon gone, even though he wasn't officially involved with the American Futurist, nor was his arrest related to the American Futurist in any way, very comforting, guys. They feel comfortable ramping up attacks against us by spreading lies and attempting to cut off our funding and support networks. Yeah, that's uh, you always target enemy logistics. That's that's fairly obvious. That's one thing that anti-colonial and anti-fascist partisan movements were great at. You know, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you know, I'm not going to finish exactly how you do that, but you can go look up uh, the history of the French resistance, Irish resistance, Puerto Rican resistance, Native American resistance through AIM and so on. You can go look these things up if you like. Continuing. These cowards have even succeeded in making sure we can't secure any American movement-related publishers as of late. Every attempt is either us getting ignore, I'm presuming that's a typo, ghosted or told to fuck off. We had to work 
with a good friend of ours in Bulgaria to get our books printed. The cowards fight us more than the damn FBI or Antifa journalists. Explaining this to our European allies, they're taken aback and disgusted by how we're treated. Wow, you, you guys are regarded with disgust by, by European boneheads? That's really saying something. Holy shit. No other country's movement is as backstabbing and as volatile <laughs> as the American one. <laughs> yep, can confirm. It was alien to our European friends, even those who are strictly movementarian, at the thought of using everything in your might to fuck someone else worse than the FBI does over because they said some mean things about you or disagree with you on tactics. Disgusting. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you guys have no friends in the movement and you're rapidly spiraling towards a Chris Cantwell level of spite and lashing out at everyone around you. May I suggest that if you have all this dirty laundry on the movement, it might be easier to just run to federal law enforcement before federal law enforcement infiltrates uh, American Futurist Network or before uh, your friends go running to federal law enforcement or to random anti-fascist researchers. Uh, from what I'm seeing from inside their gab groups, it's it's quite a lot of this drama and backstabbing, so that's fun. Uh, don't worry, by the way, the drama and backstabbing is continuing as we move along here. Quote, while we are strong criticizers, we never undermine other groups. Could have fooled me. We don't snitch them out to the police. You should. We don't spread disinformation or lie about them. None of that. Uh, okay, if you say so. You would think Thomas's cringe 1800s Americana cult would honor and respect our freedom of speech, even though we have some disagreements, right? Criticism is good, and infighting happens. I apologize for this next part. But this frankly Jewish way of acting is pathetic. Excuse me? If we're proud white men, why do we have a U.S. movement that acts like this? This is nothing new to the American movement either. Again, can confirm. Joseph Tomasi was murdered by Matt Kale strictly because of the same dynamic of us against certain cult groups such as National Justice Party or Patriot Front. I thought you said you never undermine other groups and you never spread disinformation. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the radical militants piss off the grifting cult leaders and since you're a threat to their bottom line, they seek your destruction. By the way, Patriot Front's New England leader went to the police due to NSC 131's Chris Hood kicking his ass in a fight. The Patriot Front individual got a broken nose and then went crying in the police report about how Chris Gr Hood's girlfriend was recording him as her boyfriend was beating him up. Police report below. Now, they redacted names and addresses and such, but they forgot to redact the face of the New England Patriot Front leader allegedly reporting this to the police. So I'm going to pass that along to friends of mine, and we'll see if we can figure out who this guy is. Cool shit. Thank you for the free tip there, American Futurist. We, those of us doing anti-fascist work appreciate you letting us into your gab groups, letting us into your encrypted online chats, and sharing free information with us. It makes our jobs a hell of a lot easier. This is the only form of public health surveillance where the disease is actively helping you in your prevention efforts. So we, thank you very, very, very much. Continuing here. Sadly, for these cowardly losers, we didn't bend the knee to the U.S. government, nor the United Nations, when they both cracked down on us, and in the case of the United Nations, stole our previous domain. I think you guys are giving the U.N. a lot of credit for effectiveness, uh, but okay. 
it's not in parentheses, so I think they're sincerely convinced that the UN stole their previous domain. Whereas, in my experience, these guys usually lose domains through theft, through internal sabotage, through anti-fascist infiltration, or because someone forgot to pay the bill. <laughs> so, <laughs> continuing. We are not bending the knee. Uh, oh boy, this is this is going to be good. This is going to go over great. So, uh, Tommy Rousseau, anyone from Patriot Front, if you're listening to this podcast, pay very close attention to these next couple of sentences that I read. Quote, We are not bending the knee to a little man in a gas station cowboy hat who thinks he's the next Hitler and LARPs as some wholesome rural Texan boy when he's a spoiled rich brat from Dallas or a crypto-communist that looks like he got hit in the face with a shovel and is holding back tears while dressing like an Elvis impersonator that smokes meth. Not happening ever. We're, we are our own men. Oh, sure. What? Uh, no, uh, whatever. Continuing. You can cut us off from everything and lie about us. We don't care. We'll not only survive... We, this is a lot of coping, by the way. We'll thrive as we use that to invest in ourselves, grow ourselves, and help those that stick by us. This next part is important. Someone is going to try gaslighting you, dear listener. They've certainly done this to me. And convince you that you're getting worked up over a whole lot of nothing. And that, you know, anti-fascists are just as bad as our enemies. And that there's no such thing as fascism or neo-Nazism in the modern day. I've seen people with swastika profile pics take this line of reasoning. Where they insist that Nazism doesn't exist because it died in 45 with the NSDAP. As though no one picked up the swastika after 45. Now they know they're full of shit. But the trick of that is to get gullible liberals, including conservatives, to carry water for them and to gaslight you for them and to sort of insert themselves between you and the enemies that are trying to kill you, your family, your friends and community, and so on. People who want to restore a Fourth Reich or a white ethno state or what have you. So this uh, next trick is... This next uh, couple of sentences is very important for those of you who think no one actually flies the swastika and that the uh, neo-Nazi movement is mostly a figment of uh, paranoid imaginings. Quote, Hitler and the NSDAP survived similar behaviors by the German movement in Weimar, Germany, though not nearly as bad as we experience. They're comparing themselves to Hitler and saying that they actually have it worse in terms of blowback within the white nationalist movement nowadays than Hitler had in the German far right a hundred years ago. So not only are they like Hitler as far as they're concerned, but they're they're in a more sympathetic position than Hitler. So that's interesting. That's a that's a interesting way of looking at it. Anyway, continuing here. If we are to survive as a movement in the United States, we must get rid of this movement mafia of individuals who take it upon themselves to run cults rather than doing anything political. Guys, I got news for you. You're all fucking cults. Every single white nationalist and neo-Nazi organization is a pyramid scheme of racists and a cult and a grift. That's thoroughly infiltrated by the FBI, even as its members run to the FBI every time they stub their toe. That hasn't changed. It's not going to change anytime soon. It's you. You made this decision. You made this bed, and now you're going to have to fucking lie in it. You lie with dogs. You get fleas. That's how it works. Continuing. 
They use their movement cults to attack, lie, and attempt destruction on all those that have new ideas and concepts as those are threats to such cults. It's already led to murderers such as Joseph Tomasi. It does more damage to the wider white nationalist movement than the FBI, ADL, and SPLC combined, so we shouldn't tolerate these people in the wider movement period. Period. I don't care if you're movementarian, I think your tactics are pointless and lead to nowhere, but as long as you don't bother me, then I won't bother you outside of presenting my own point of view. However, I do care if you're running money if you're running money grifting schemes or making groups to serve your own narcissistic ego. At that point, you're actively harmful to to Tim Turtle's end goal of a this is in caps by the way, white fascist North America. And you and your counter-revolutionary behaviors must be opposed and destroyed at all costs for the sake of victory. And this closes with Hail Victory, which is English, of course, for Seek Heil. So, uh, Tim Turtle is uh, disgusted at the behaviors of all the other white nationalists and neo-Nazis in the scene, even as he himself is engaging in all of those very same behaviors. In one breath, he insists that he's better than all than David Duke or Richard Spencer or Matt Heimbach or uh, Mike Enoch, or any of those people. On the other hand, he acts exactly like them. He, Everyone around him is a grifter running a cult and a money-making scheme, except for this publishing house that used to be Adam Waffen Division. Uh, it's delightful. We love to see it here at the Black and Red Book Review. Uh, and I will continue monitoring white nationalists and neo-Nazi forums, because these people just keep letting me in without asking any questions whatsoever. So if you are a white nationalist, if you're in NSC, if you're in Patriot Front, if you're in American Futurist now, if you're in any of these movements in New England, I want you to know I am in your forums, I am in your spaces, your friends are communicating with me on a regular basis, about as reliably as your friends are snitching on you to law enforcement, they are also snitching to me. The three-way fight continues, it's going very well. And I love to see it, and I'm going to keep participating. I will continue to monitor this contagion that is slowly burning in the background, unaddressed by capitalists and their government, because someone has to take responsibility for the greater health of the community that they live in, and that is something I am willing to do. In the meantime, until Samhain, I have been your host, Doc. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Black and Red Book Review podcast. Slinsha. And I will see you in the streets.